Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a fresh new edition of Phillies Today. Today's host, Francisco Rojas. Boy, I hate to uh, hate to be doing it as much as I love doing the show. Not not a great day coming off of what I did not expect. I don't think any of uh, any of uh, any other Philadelphia Phillies fans could expect uh, getting swept by the San Francisco Giants. Yes, the Giants have kind of just been an obscure franchise the last couple of seasons. We can always can date all the way back to a couple of years ago when they won, seemed like they won 130 games somehow with Gabe Kapler at the helm and you know getting career years from really old guys that you did not expect to have career years from. But just in general, like the San Francisco Giants are really a mediocre baseball team. The Philadelphia Phillies are a better baseball team than the Giants. Do not let the last three games fool you. But that's the way baseball goes, right? Baseball, it's that way. Let's be real. Like, that's just how it goes. The Nationals in 2019 took out the Houston Astros, and the Houston Astros were a better baseball team, but that's just how baseball goes, just in general. So let's, uh, yes, it's surprising, but at the same time, things like this happen. Bad teams beat good teams. Bad teams take series from good teams. That's just how it happens in baseball. Let's be real. But, we're definitely going to dive into why they lost this series, uh, why they lost yesterday. And really, it comes down to a couple of key simple things. So we're going to get into that in just a few minutes. First, as always, uh, if you listen to me on Mondays and Thursdays, you guys know I'll give you just a short, quick game recap, uh, key moments. And if you had watched the game yesterday, if you caught uh, the highlights, w- We'll, we'll just just bear with me for just a minute or two. Um, just want to give you uh, the key moments in the recap from yesterday. Uh, Tywan Walker on the hill for the Phils. Ross Stripling, the former L.A. Dodger, now turned uh, San Francisco Giant uh, on the bump for the Giants. Bottom first, uh, Tywan Walker just 
gets himself into a lot of trouble. Doesn't even escape the inning. Casey Schmidt uh, with a two RBI single to make it a two nothing ball game, and then a couple more RBI singles from two different players. Uh, Blake Sable uh, to make it a three nothing ball game, and then Brandon Crawford ramps up the score to four zero San Fran by the end of the first inning. Tywin Walker doesn't even make it out. Doesn't even make it out of the first inning, I believe. Right? If it wasn't, he only went one inning. I'm pretty sure he didn't even make it out of the inning. Uh, top fourth. Um, Phil's get on the board. JT Realmuto with the two RBI double. Finally, some hitting with runners in scoring position this series. Uh, Realmuto gives you a two RBI double um, to make it a 4-2 ball game uh, in favor of the Giants. And then later that inning, you get a opposite field uh, Alec Bohm sacrifice fly uh, to drive in Kyle Schwarber uh, to cut it to a one-run lead for the Giants 4-3. And the top of the fifth, was that was that Barry Bonds out there? No, it was Bryson Stott. Bryson Stott with almost, almost in the McCovey Cove, uh, you know, four to four uh, tie ball game. Bryson Stott hits a missile almost in the McCovey Cove. Thought it was Barry Bonds, but no, that was Bryson Stott for all. Bottom eighth. Fast forward all the bottom, all the way to the bottom eighth. Not really uh, much scoring uh, for about three innings. Bottom eighth. Uh, Phils are in some trouble. Tyro Estrada, who has been one of the more surprising hitters, I think he's hitting above 300 this year. A singles on a live drive or a line drive to center field, um, and Mitch Haniger would score. Uh, and the Giants pretty much wouldn't look back after that. They made a 5-4 ball game, but then in the same inning, Wilmer Flores with a two RBI single uh, to make it a 7-4 uh, lead for the Giants. And then Trey Turner strikes out in the top of the ninth. Uh, the Phillies had a chance against super nasty uh, relief pitcher slash closer um, and Camilla Duvall. Um, Trey Turner strikes out with the bases loaded, and that seems like it has been a running theme this year uh, with Trey Turner. Just Trey Turner has not been good, man. It's um, I don't want to say it's not overblown. Um, you know, you've, it's only less than two months into his Phillies tenure, um, but it has not been good so far in Phillies pinstripes. For the new $300 million man in Trey Turner, it has not been good. It has not been good, and um, it's kind of reached. Uh, and I, yes, he is. Uh, he has had, what, like five or six hits in this series, but not a good way to end the series for Trey Turner and um, not a good look for him to the Phillies fans, um, you know, striking out there uh, against Duvall. Again, Duvall, nasty stuff. Baseball is a very hard sport. Um, I get it, but Trey Turner has not been good to this point. It's, it's kind of reminding me of, uh, and I've said this before, uh, the the kind of the the way Francisco Lindor. I mean, it's similar it, comparison just because Lindor is a shortstop, Trey Turner is a shortstop. Lindor's first season with the Mets, he was was not good offensively. Yes, good defensively, but not very good offensively, which is really what you pay him for. Um, and Trey Turner kind of reminded me of the same thing right now. Hopefully, hopefully he can pick it up. I mean, Lindor didn't pick it up till last year, really. So, um, offensively at least. So, hopefully Trey doesn't wait that long. Hopefully he doesn't wait as long as Castellanos has waited really until this point. Um, but still, I have to see Castellanos uh, full like half a season before I really, 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 really sold him that he's really, really back. But it seems uh, Castellanos has proven so far that it seems like he's back. But so. I kind of gave you a takeaway, and that wasn't even planned, the whole Trey thing. You know, fans have been talking about Trey, and obviously we have to talk about Trey Turner um, because he hasn't has been subpar, and he's, you know, the big prize of the offseason for really all 
teams in Major League Baseball, um, you know, from the offseason. So, but my first, the, the, the one that I had planned was, I mean, Taiwan Walker was really hoping Taiwan Walker would, you know, last couple of outings have been good. They've been two of his best outings in the Phillies uniform. He's been good the last couple of starts. You know, coming off of well, his first five or six starts were not good. They were not good. He was he was terrible. Um, and I was hoping that, you know, if Walker has a good start here, this is kind of like a pivotal start for him because if Walker can get three starts under his belt where he looks good, maybe he gets some momentum and just some consistency. That's what we wanted to see from Taiwan Walker. And no, it was the complete opposite. Didn't even get out of the first inning, I believe, right? He didn't even get out of the first inning. I just want to double check. Yeah, he had two thirds, two thirds of an inning. Didn't even get out of the first inning. Um, you know, surrenders four runs, um, and his ERA on the season now six five three. I mean, just really not what we ex- look. I, I, no one expected Taiwan Walker to come in and be an incredible third starter for you, um, but we expected him to be more of the pitcher that he was. Uh, you know who he was for the Mets in 2022, and he's not even what he was for the Mets in 2021. So Walker just has not. It's really, it's really. You know, it, this was a pivotal start for him, man. For me, it was really, it was a pivotal start for him. He needed to have a good outing just to get some to to feel to feel good about himself. Like, yeah, you feel good about yourself after one or two starts, but you know, in baseball especially. You need to get on a roll to really, you know, especially it's it's already, you know, it's not really early anymore. It's May 18th. So, you know, before you know it, I mean, a couple of weeks here, it's going to be June. It's like, okay, well, it's not early anymore, man. It'll be a month away from the from the All-Star break, you know, just around the corner. And that's, it, it, it comes at you fast. It's a long season, but it comes at you fast. So, Walker, um, just not, it's really struggling with that command. Really struggling with that command. Um, and they just need Taiwan Walker to be better. I'm not. We're not even asking him again to be uh, your uh, one of the, the 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 four aces that the Phillies had back in 2011. You're not asking Nola Wheeler. Maybe you're asking that from Nolan Wheeler, but you're not asking that from Taiwan Walker to be your Roy Oswalt or to be your uh, Cole Hamels. You're just asking him to be who he was at least with the Mets to give you some competent outings. You know, maybe Walker has a good start. The Phillies win this game. Um, not to like completely take the offense off of the hook, um, which is where I kind of just want to segue into that right now. Look, the offense wasn't terrible in this game. You look at the box score and you say four uh, four four runs for the offense isn't terrible. It's not horrific. Um, it should be doable, especially with who you have with Taiwan Walker on the mound. He's expected to be a better uh, hurler than he has been, but. At the same time, I don't want to let the offense off the hook because if you look at this game, and I'll get to this, this is kind of one of my series takeaways too, like you got to come away from this game with more than uh, one run earned to the Giants' bullpen where the Giants are ranked 28th in ERA, and I, and I kind of, you know, talking about this right before the series started on Monday, like just looking at their numbers, like just where the Giants are ranked, uh, with their bullpen, 28th in ERA, 28th in WHIP, 26th in walk per nine. Like their best is K per nine, where they're 18th in you know strikeouts per nine innings. But everything else is just bottom bottom five of the barrel uh, in baseball. So you need to do better against 
a bullpen that's that's that bad. Like the Phillies have a good offense. I know you're missing Reese Hoskins, but you still got Bryce. You got JT. You got Schwarbs, who has got to get that average over the Mendoza line, man. But you've got to come away where you faced how many of their relievers? I don't. Do I even want to count Sean Manaya? He's not really even a reliever. So he they had uh, Manaya is the one who gave up the I think the Stott homer, right? He gave up the Stott homer, um, but. He's not even really a reliever. He's supposed to be a starter for them, for the most part. Um, but you look at you look at other guys. Jacob Junis, like 509 ERA. Scott Alexander, ERA over 5. John Brebbia, ERA over 4-5. Like, and then Duvall is the outlier because Duvall has been one of the nastier um, relievers in baseball since the last couple of seasons. Um, but you need to do better against... Um, against their bullpen. I know you put up four earned against uh, Stripling and Manaya, but you have to do better. You have to, like, this has got to be a game where you're, you're, your offense has really got to take advantage of the Giants' bullpen, like especially in a game where you're not trying to get swept by the Giants, man. Again, I know it's a long baseball season and this is how baseball works, but come on. So that that was my last takeaway. The, the two takeaways I had from this, Taiwan Walker, um, and the bullpen had to get away from this. Uh, Phil's offense had to do better than putting up more than one run against their bullpen, especially when they when they have uh, you know five guys come out of the the pen, literally um, four guys if you want to exclude Manaya, but technically he did come in as a relief pitcher in this game. Um, so those were my key takeaways from yesterday, and and. One of my takeaways, again, the bullpen with the Giants' bullpen, the Phillies' offense need to do better against the Giants' bullpen. That leaks right into my series takeaways. Um, I mean, they had three three runs scored against the Giants' bullpen all series. Like, you need to do better. Like, the you, you have to do better, um, especially when I think the Giants, I mean, like Alex Cobb only went three and a third, so you had almost six innings pitched from the Giants' bullpen Um the day or the the day before, um, Alex Wood only went four and two thirds. So you had uh, three to four innings from the Giants. So like altogether, that's what that's got to be like. It's got to be like ten to fifteen innings from the Giants bullpen. Like that's where you wanted to get to. Like the Giants uh, starting rotation has been pretty good actually, um, but the 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 bullpen is where you wanted to get to, and they didn't get to that. Like, they're starting pitching fifth in the ERA. I get that. But you got them out of there, and you get to the bullpen, and the Giants' bullpen, it, it's baseball. I know. It's baseball. It's, it's how it goes. But, like, you have to do better. Like, there just has to, okay? Just, you just got to do better. You got to take advantage of beating these teams, especially getting to their their weakness when you know the Phil's offense, when you know you're you're just you're, you're that loaded in the lineup. Again, even without Reese Hoskins, still loaded. Still loaded, okay? And, you know, maybe that does start with Trey Turner, even though he had five or six hits, um, you know, in the series. Um, which could be, in a way, take that positive and hopefully continue it, um, you know, as we go into the Chicago series. Um, but the last one I wanted to give you as far as series takeaways go, um, when the Phils get hot, they get hot. They'll get hot. And that's kind of where I wanted to – and I know I'm spewing a kind of a lot of negativity here, but I have a feeling before we know it in a couple of weeks, it's going to be that time of year for Kyle Schwarber. Maybe Trey Turner breaks out of the funk. Um, you know, Bryce's look good off of the injury uh, so far. Ranger Suarez getting ramped back up. Maybe Wheeler, Nola kind of get into a groove. Um 
I know Bailey Fulcher was just opt- option to AAA, but you, maybe Tywin Walker gets into a groove after a while. I, I have a feeling that the Phillies, when they get hot, which could be, you never know, it could be tomorrow. Or not to, well, yeah, technically tomorrow uh, when their series starts against the Cubs. Could be tomorrow. Obviously, better sooner than later. Um, I have a feeling when they get hot, they'll get hot. You know, if the bullpen can click, if Nola, Wheeler, Ranger, Rams back up again, Taiwan Walker, if he can at least look like he was last year with the Mets, and the Phillies bats, we know what the bats can do. Again, even without. Hoskins for the entire season. They're still a good offense. Still can be a top 10 offense in baseball. If that clicks, they could be, you know, before you know it, they could be in first place. That's possible. I know the Braves are really good. I still think the Braves are a little better, but you never know. So I just have this feeling that when the Phils get hot, they'll get hot. And I emphasize that with a ginormous capital H. And that this is a team that was better than last year. You know, we saw them when they got hot, they got hot in the playoffs and, you know, into the World Series where they did lose. But um, again, and even if you want to look at it last year, right? Uh, what's that? They were 22 and 29 when they fired Girardi. Right now, the Phils are sitting at 20 and 23. Okay, not that many games into the season. Yeah, that's a couple of weeks where I think that was like, what, like June 1st of last year when they fired Girardi? So almost there. Almost there. But I guess in. From that perspective, looking at it that way, like the Phillies get hot, they'll get hot, and they're not even in as bad a position they were seven games under 500 like they were last year uh, with Girardi. So I think that's a, it's a it's an optimistic way to look at it. I, I think there's a lot of negatives to feel like we're taken away from the San Francisco series, and I get it, and that's kind of how I've been the first half of this show. But when they get hot, they'll get hot. That's kind of the way I see. You know, this Phillies team could, could get hot in a couple of weeks, man. It could get super hot. Um, just some news and notes for you. Uh, Jose Alvarado, really the only one to update you guys on. Um, so this was updated from yesterday. Um, so Jose Alvarado played catch from 60 feet uh, on May 16th. That was on Tuesday and yesterday in San Fran, the first uh, steps in his recovery. He was placed on the injured list on May 10th, retroactive to May 8th, after having posted, of course, a nasty 0.63 ERA in 14 appearances this season, recording five saves and seven opportunities. Um, Topper said Alvarado is likely to take a rehab assignment before he rejoins the bullpen. So that was updated yesterday. Um, so some steps in his recovery. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Again, that's another plus you get. We didn't even we even talk about that. Alvarado comes back, uh, you know, with the bullpen. Alvarado, there's not uh, nothing that I've seen in the last, you know, dating back to July of last year that says um, I have full confidence in Jose Alvarado to come back as long as he sticks with, uh, you know, keep on throwing that cutter. That's that's super important to him, but like it's he's just been uh, one of the best better relievers in baseball, and the Phils could get him back, and then imagine that the Phillies uh, just can fire on all cylinders. I'm just saying, just trying to lay out that optimism to you guys. Um, so those are your news and notes. Really, nothing else um, around the league. Let's just start off with the NL East. I'll get to a few things uh, from around the league. Uh, in just a moment around the NL East man Mets facing pretty much the best team in baseball through the first almost two months of the season uh Tampa Bay Rays they win 8-7 in the 10th inning they were down 7-5 you get a Pete Alonzo missile 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 to left field we don't love to see that as Phillies fans but uh Mets walk it off uh in the bottom of the 10th Pete Alonzo hits uh a nuke as they say. Uh, Miami with a 4-3 win over the Nationals. 
And then uh, the Braves with a 6-5 win over those Texas Rangers. And then just looking at the standings, uh, again, the, the Braves improved to 27-16. and They have a five-game lead over the Marlins now, uh, who are sitting at 22-21. and The Mets, uh, just a game ahead of the Phillies, but they play one more game, 21-23, and six and a half back in the... Um, in the division, fill your Phillies uh, twenty and twenty-three. They're seven games back, and then in last place, the Washington Nationals at eighteen and twenty-five. Then just a few things uh, around baseball. Only things I really have for you: Blue Jays walk it off in the tenth inning against uh, the Yankees, three nothing on a Danny Jansen three-run homer. And within the Yankees organization, um, if you haven't seen it, Domingo Herman. Uh, got busted pretty much in a couple of days ago during a game uh, with using a foreign substance. Herman kind of uh, alludes that uh, it was just the rosin bag, blah, blah, blah. But he gets, nonetheless, a 10-game suspension um, and an undisclosed fine. Uh, this is according to MLB.com. Um, yesterday for violating the prohibitions on foreign substances, which resulted in his ejection prior to the bottom of the fourth inning of Tuesday's game against the Blue Jays at Rogers Center. So 10-game suspension. You had the Scherzer thing. Now you had the Herman thing uh, yesterday. So there you go. Dingmingo Herman uh, suspended or for you know gets a 10-game suspension. Um, and then before I leave you guys, of course, have to preview, uh, give you a short preview of tomorrow's game and then um, of the weekend series. So the Phils are going to face the Chicago Cubs. Um, the Cubs are sitting at 19-24. and They're third in the National League Central. They did have a hot start, um, but they are, again, 19-24. and um, third in the National League Central where I believe are the Pirates still in first? I'm pretty sure the Pirates are still in first. I had there. Oh, there it is. Right there. Um, so the Pirates in second. Actually, the Brewers have been hotter as of late. Pirates have cooled off. Um, Brewers are sitting at 24 and 19. Pirates at 23 and 20. And Cubs are right in smack dab in the middle. Um, tied with the Reds actually at 19 and 24. Maybe the Reds or the Cubs coming back down to earth a little bit. Um, they're coming off a loss last night, uh, seven to six in Houston. I believe that was a walk off win. Um, and they are a five game losing streak right now. Not playing the best baseball, but hopefully that's good news for the Phils. I think last year in Philadelphia, the Phils was it right before. That that was right right before September start. I forget that was a that was a big series where we all thought Phils are going to do it again, going to miss the playoffs, going to blow it up like the Sixers, right? Um, I I mean, hopefully that we don't get that same result. Hopefully we don't get that same result uh, for your fightings, um, where the Phils get swept. I'm pretty sure they got swept by the Cubs uh, in that series. Uh, don't want that to happen, especially when they're playing at home here. That would not be good. You would fall to where you pretty much were with Joe Girardi being seven games under 500 um, or around that mark at least. Um, but So tomorrow night we get Marcus Stroman, who's been very good, versus Ranger Suarez, who is trying to ramp back up uh, after the injury uh, to start the year uh, while he was with uh, Venezuela, right? Uh, it was Venezuela, or I forget where, uh, which country he was playing for, uh, or he was going to play for in the World Baseball Classic, but had that injury. Um, and Saturday, you get Jameson Tyone uh, versus Aaron Nola. Um, I don't believe Jameson Tyone has been all that good. Yeah, 6-6-6-0. All right, look at that. Uh, not great. Um, but then the Phillies get Justin Steele, uh, with, who has a 2-4-4 ERA, who's been really good. Um, 
who will face off against Zach Wheeler um, on Sunday. That's a, a 135 start. So just go through that again. Just on Friday, 705 start, Stroman and Suarez. Saturday is a 405 start with the Tyone and Nola. And then 135 on Sunday, Justin Steele and Zach Wheeler. So looking forward to this series. Again, I always say, I mean, I love a sweep, but nothing wrong with just taking two of three, get back, you know, uh, just consistently winning series. That's what the Phillies need to do because they've just been up and down. It's like five-game winning streak, five-game losing streak, seven-game winning streak, seven-game losing streak. There has to be some consistency. And that, again, I think alludes to Phil just getting hot and uh, things clicking all at the right time. That's that's kind of how baseball is in general. So that's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. Stay tuned for the next Phillies Today episode uh, dropping tomorrow. See you guys. Have a great weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.